You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. All right. Hi, guys. Guess who it is? I know. Again. Like, I, I did I not tell you life was just killing me? So it has. And I'm here in my pajamas and what would be house slippers if they were cheaper. And that's the way it is. So thank you. Thank you all. Hello, Ruth. You have found, once again, Punk Wisdom with Matt Nelson. Every other Friday, 7 to 8. Sometimes yeah. alcohol-infused. Most but, of the time. Otherwise, you're not going to get me to talk much. But usually not a whole lot. Yeah. Mildly so. I almost brought my whiskey with me today, and I, I didn't. Ruth was about to hand me the bottle as I was walking out, and I'm like, ah. You didn't. You uh, should have. It's I a celebratory have. Friday. Should have. Well, there's a lot of shit that happened to me, but you have been away for quite a while for family <laughs> oh my stuff. God. Um, and then a surprise happened two weeks ago that you're not super super surprised, but still somewhat of a surprise. It was like hours before we were. No, it was it was two Fridays ago. It was hours before. I was excited to be back again, right? Because yep. we know we did the marching band, and so the marching band got their division one rating, so that Yay. was great. And then we did roller derby. Roller derby now. We're getting beaten, but we're traveling to cool places and we're meeting cool people. So it's fun. Uh, And then, yeah, as soon as I kind of come back, school starts, everything levels out. Um, Our oldest daughter has a baby. Like we were on call for a week or so, but the timing. And I said, oh, I said, this kid was supposed to take up two work days. (laughs) And yet Friday afternoon, I find myself going to the house. So it took up my the weekend. I don't want to be selfish, but I get it. It, it took I up the it. weekend. And I was like, you know what, you little brat, <laughs> which is what you can say when you're excited and grateful and super, super happy that your rainbow grandchild has been born. So yeah. Georgina is just, you know, beside herself. She looks and she's like, oh, my God. She goes like, I have one of these. <laughs> so. It's been a long road for her, so it's all good for her. Though. It's all good really good. So yeah, so That's we did awesome. we did the shot. I mean, you know, so it wasn't. What do you got? Two more do? Is that what it was? It's at home, yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. Lemon vodka. I don't even remember the name of it. I I don't know. It was all right, but it was okay. I threw it the back of my throat and didn't uh-huh. taste it much. <laughs> but you know, it'll hit me where it needs to. So right. <laughs> so yeah. So it's been. Uh, you still doing summer school? Well, no, school's back in session. So right, right. I'm it's, sorry. It's I'm, back. Yeah, it shows you where my head's at. That's all right. If your kid's been home every day, though, um, be, be careful for those knocking on your door. Just saying. <laughs> you should probably send her. <laughs> yeah. If she's still telling you it's summertime, she's lying. <laughs> no, she's actually doing really good. She, uh, I've been getting texts from her from time to time. While I'm at work, and she's just like, "Oh my gosh, oh my gosh!" I'm like, "What's your problem?" She's like, "I'm getting an A in this class." I mean, so she's at one point she was getting straight A's, but of course we're only like what two months into the school season, so it's not. I'm like, "Okay, cool, cool, keep it up." Um, a couple of those grades, you know, slipped. Well, it was funny because one of her teachers after the honeymoon phase is over. Well, it was funny because one of her teachers did this test, and it was a two parter, so they only did the first part. And so how the teacher put it in the system was that they got in whatever their grade was after the first part and F for the second part because the second part hasn't been done yet. But that F affects right. the grades. So mm-hmm. all of a sudden she's looking at this C where she was getting an A and she's like, what the fuck? And so we looked into it and like, oh, OK, your teacher didn't put 
to the final they grade. They should not do it that way. Like, so, um, but it freaked her out. I mean, she was yeah. just like, oh, my God. And she was like in tears because her A went all the way down to a C. And, and you know. I can totally understand, especially when you're a senior and you're starting to get nervous about it. Like, yeah. GPA matters now. So, yeah, our virtual program is like that. Like you have a your your current grade and then the course grade. So the current grade could be, you know, A, B or C or whatever. But the course grade is going to be an F. Mm, okay. Because they calculate the whole thing and then it rises as you go, which I think for alternative students, seriously, they should, why do they need to look at that? I'm thinking why don't they adopt – because I've seen – I've had some teachers where they say, OK, on the first day, like you all have an A. And other yeah. ones that say you all have a zero. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, and the teachers with you all have an A, I mean, you actually feel like cool and you, you want to do well, you know. Um, whereas if all the, I get, I get both. I do too. Um, but per people like me, if I know I've got that A in the beginning, I know I'm going to, I'm going to try more. Well, I I'm think. I'm try to keep it more. I think one is an optimistic point of view and the other one is a pessimistic point yeah, of view. Yeah. yeah. And when you're dealing with, K-12 kids, and in my case, sometimes past that, uh, I don't think the pessimistic point of view is the best course of action. It's just my – It, it works, <laughs> I think, if you, you know are I mean? a self-motivated person. at school. So I – mean, if that, if that kind of motivates you, there are some people out there who want – who look at those big daunting tasks as a, as a motivator, um, whereas – I've learned when you start, you have to set goals for yourself. When you have a goal that that is, to me, going from a zero to an A is a huge, huge goal that looks too daunting. And so I don't even try. It's like, well, there's because no way it, I'm going to hit Because that. it already feels like you're digging out of a negative. Right, right. Why should it feel that way right at the very beginning when you should feel the most confident, mm -hmm. right? Oh, no, you already have to dig out of a hole. It's like, wait, well, wait a minute. Right. So, you know, for those, I at least from my point of view, like our students. Um, and I would see that with, with the know, alternative students. I think they would look at, it, look at that as a big daunting task. Like, there's no way in the world I'm going to dig myself out of this. Right. Like, uh, I'm already, like, I'm already a loser. I haven't even started. And it, you know, it yeah. already sucks. So <laughs> it's, it, already sucks. you know, although... I, I would like to find a way where we could like start them at a C. You are average because every kid that comes in here is pretty much a normal average kid. And right, if you mm -hmm. want if you want higher, maybe if you could like start them at zero, that'd be fair. I don't know. <laughs> you don't have to start them telling them they deserve A's when they really haven't. It's like giving people a trophy just for showing up. And we're starting to kind of lean against that a yeah, little bit. We need to get rid of that shit. So there's the competitive aspect that you want to foster in them. But then you don't want to tell them you're failing right now. It's up to you to make it, you know. No, just start from ground zero and either work your way up or dig your own hole. Yep. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Well, but anyway, okay. We're, we're, so that's me. We're, we're missing Jess today. Um, she went through some type of uh, – I don't know. I'm going to call it surgery. I don't think it was really, but um, she's not doing too well. So, right, it wasn't in the so, group chat, so I have no idea. I knew Jess. Yes. And so we have Kate here who has taken on the name as Jess, and so I'm not sure if I'm going to throw yeah, what name like at you, but I'll Jess throw something at number two. <laughs> I know. We'll just call you new Jess. We, there we go. There's a guy I work with uh, at one point before I was hired in over there. There was another Alex, so there was two Alexes. And this other Alex was hired in before the one that still works there. So we call the one that still works there now two point. 
as in <laughs> Alex 2.0. So that's his nickname is Two Point. So just Two Point. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> At one of my works, we have four Zacks, so we just gave them numbers. Nice. That's what they go by now. It works. <laughs> nice. Three of them are spelled the same way too. So. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that works. Yeah, so Jess actually called me because I, I gave her a guilt trip last time um, when uh, she had to bow out. I forget what show that was. Um, I I really did. Was the last one I was at? I, I so think so. four weeks ago. I'm sure of it. Um, we uh, I forget what uh, it was. It last last episode. I think it was. We went out afterwards. Me, Ruth, and Jess went to uh, Selena's, and I think it was. I could be totally wrong, but I, I I made a side comment of I was partially joking. I guess I was partially serious too about her kind of calling off last second like that, and that that wasn't too too cool. Um, so anyway, <laughs> nice. I mean, you know me and I like, I, I'm sorry. I go, I don't mean to mean any offense. She goes like, Oh, you did. Yeah. <laughs> she yeah. goes, I'm okay with that. Cause you're honest. And I like that about you. But so anyway, so this time I guess she kind of felt guilty. So she actually called me, called me <laughs> I know. and I was talking to her. I'm like, I go, you don't sound too good. She goes, I'm not doing too good. So Aww. I'm like, I'm like, we'll stay home then. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I feel better. So, yeah. Hmm. So, yeah, she's she's at home recovering from multiple maladies. You know. But uh, last, a week ago, tomorrow. So, last Saturday. I don't know why I just didn't say last Saturday. But anyway, um, I, I've been saving up money for a while now because I've been wanting to get a sleeve tattoo. Um, it's something I've been wanting to do for years and I just never got around to spell Every time I'd come up with some money, I'm like video game, tattoo money, video, video game. Um, because video game was the instant gratification where the tattoo money is I had to actually save because tattoos aren't cheap. Um, so anyway, I've been saving up for this. Good ones aren't. Right. And so I was recommended a guy, um, to do because I was looking for a specific style. And so I was, so I was recommended a guy because there's not too, too many guys that actually do it. And so anyway, I went and saw him last Saturday. We chit, we chit chatted and I'm going to see him again tomorrow at noon. We're actually putting down uh deposit down and getting a sketch drawn and all that Ooh, shit. Second day. Yeah, yeah. You know what happens on the third one? I know. Yep. I'm not a virgin though anymore though, it's so. New ink. That's true. <laughs> so anyway, um but on their way back, Kirsten went with me because Kirsten loves tattoo shops and stuff like that. And so she's going to go with me again tomorrow. Um, she's like, do you think he'll listen to me about a tattoo I want? I'm like, talk. I mean, if it means money, he's going he's gonna to listen. Um, so anyway, we're on our way back. And I, there's this cop behind me. Normally, I don't care because I'm, I'm, a, pretty, I'm, a, I'm a good driver. I, I haven't gotten pulled over or gotten a ticket in years. Not since I was you know, a teenager not caring. Um, but I get pulled over. I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm thinking, well, was it because I was on my phone? Because I did have my phone in my hand when I drove past the cop. I'm thinking, but I usually have it out of view. And there wasn't really anything on it, but it, who knows? I'm thinking, did she see it? Did they not see it? Ah. So as soon as I got pulled over, I knew I was getting pulled because I saw the lights turn out. I handed it to Kier, so I go, throw that in the glove compartment. And she did. <laughs> Cheater. <laughs> and so uh, the cop comes up and, uh, you know, the whole, you know, license, registration, proof of insurance, bullshit. And it dawned on me that we just got our new insurance papers in the mail like a couple weeks ago. And you didn't have the right policy with you? I didn't have the current ones <laughs> on me because there are 
our insurance screwed up. It takes all of us six weeks to actually get the piece of paper into yeah. the car. So it, it was funny because it the the, the pilot it, they screwed up because they insured a car that we had in the past, not one, not the current one that Ruth is driving. And so I told Ruth, I'm like, take this paperwork, talk to the guy, try to figure out what the fuck they're doing over there. And I wish I should have taken mine because mine was fine, but I didn't. So I didn't have that, nor did I have the registration. And I was like, well, I don't have my registration. It doesn't make any sense. And she's like, well, I'm actually pulling you over because your tabs are expired. I'm like, seriously? And I could tell that she wait, knew that I was wait, confused. Wait, what car were you driving? My uh, My Charger. Oh, okay. Which should have been renewed back in April. I was going to say, and even Ruth's birthday is in December. So, I mean, so I'm thinking, you know, we're still no, really. I, I could have <laughs> swore I did this online. I never missed this shit. I'm thinking, this doesn't make any sense. And I could tell the cop knew I was confused beyond belief because just, just the way I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. She goes, well, just give me your license. If you find your insurance, just wave it out the window. I'm like, okay. So she goes back. And then she comes back over to me. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I, it's. I've got nothing. And she's like, all right. And she was really, really cool. And, you know, she's just, go get this taken care of, go to the courthouse, pay it. You go, if you really want to, you can set up a court date and have it reduced, pay, you know, or whatever. So you don't have to pay as much. She goes, there's no points on this. Just just get it done. Um, I'm like, okay, great. That's awesome. <laughs> this is money I wasn't planning on spending. But so I – I go to the Secretary of State, was it uh, Wednesday, because that was the only day they're open till 7 o'clock. Um, luckily, they have that uh, get in line on the phone or on internet thing. So I did that while I was at work. So the hour and a half wait that was supposed to have only wound up being like 45 minutes by the time I got there. So I was pretty cool. Um, and I was in and out. It was no big deal. I got it. I went to the courthouse today. I left work early today. I got into the courthouse and paid like 60 bucks for the ticket, which I thought was going to be more than that. It wasn't so that was kind of cool, but still, it was just like, what the fuck? My Saturday, my last Saturday, I was like on a high because I just got done talking to the tattoo artist. I'm thinking this is going to happen, this is going to be cool, and all of a sudden, you pulled over by a fucking cop. So that was not uh, kind of the next way to burst your bubble, you know. <laughs> but anyway, it's all taken care of. And I talked to the tattoo guy today, and I'm going to go out. Uh, Tomorrow, we're going to sit down and talk. So it's going to be fun. I see. Well, you can't say you didn't earn it. I know. I know. They made you work for it. That's funny. Yeah. Well, you know, who knows? Unfortunately, he uh, he's booked up. I mean, he normally you can't get in to see him for like a month or two in advance. Um, you got to put your, your appointment in. So I probably won't get in until like December sometime. But um, it's okay. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Time to save more. I'm not sure if I'm planning on doing – he asked me, he's like, you want to do it all in one session? Or I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Depends on how much pain I'm in. And he's like, he goes, I'm a workhorse. I can do this. So we'll see. All right. So I'm looking forward to it. That was a lot of fun. Good. Well, good luck. Any idea what you're getting? Yeah. Uh, getting a dragon. Oh. Uh, going Japanese. Oh. Original. Not at all, but it's the one. It's one thing I wanted for a long time. For you, it kind of is. Yeah, something different. Well, Kirsten was born in the year of the dragon, so I've always told her I was going to get something to like. Oh man, her. I don't want to go by that. 
Yeah, you mine's know. the year of the dog. So is mine. Ruth, <laughs> Ruth so is, is mine. Because I was thinking about getting one for all three of us because I was born in the year of the tiger. And Ruth was born in the year of the rat, though. <laughs> and she's like, I'm not a rat. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I guess I won't do that one. Then. Mm, I'll just do I'll just wait, do the. was she? That's what she says. I'm not sure. We were both born in the same year. I don't know. I don't know. I guess I have to I'm look calling it up you again. on it, Ruth. Look it up. If she's listening, she says she couldn't connect earlier. Couldn't connect. That's what she says. What? I usually go by what she says. And she's, she's usually right. already hit me up by now, but she isn't. So fine. Whatever. Have, I told her to try to hook through uh, the, the website instead of the app. So I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so let's talk about this dude that I'm texting with. This is not you. <laughs> okay, so under under Matt Gross. <laughs> okay, listen, under Matt Gross. Wait. So there's the whole f- in February. I'll need because we do Facebook Messenger too. Yep. yep. Okay, so and maybe that's the more current. Which, by the way, I pre retraction. Uh, Jessica was not here the last time I was here. I just want to fix that. She was here the last time with you when I was at the hospital. Yes. So I didn't want to seem like I was dissing her, and then I was wrong on top of it. So that no, was that. I, my, she I, wasn't here the last time I was here. I'm terrible with time, so I, I, I have no fucking idea. Well, that's how I know that. So Okay, so anyway. So on February, it's like I'll need a timeline of when we move the podcast permanently to one hour, right? So we talk about that. And then um, there was Curtis. Information went back and forth about Curtis yeah. and – the hard drive and the story, I really want to get that to – they have a murder podcast or something or a yeah. true crime or something here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. And I, I seriously still need to get a hold of Curtis because I think this is going to be like mind-blowing. Anyway, so we go through all that and then just the other day, Wednesday – no, October 26th, Friday, um, I called you last week, a week ago today. Mm-hmm. I called you and I got voicemail and I don't leave voicemail so I hung up nobody listens to him anyway they just call you back yeah I never got that so me. I sent you a text had a cue but never mind hi and then I get who's this or who this that's and I'm definitely like, not me I'm like, <laughs> I'm like you dick so I sent you the middle finger right there's the look that's awesome alright hang on alright I'm taking a screenshot right now okay uh, and that'll be our reference photo for the week but then I said, well, I haven't talked to you in a minute. This is just today because I thought you were messing with me, right? So I sent mm-hmm. you the middle finger and then he don't say nothing. So I'm thinking you're giggling over at home and then we can move on with our lives. Right. So today I said, I haven't talked to you in a minute because of this correspondence stopped right after that. Just to let you know, I'm on my way. And I get dog. Who is this? It's definitely not me. <laughs> I said, you do have a podcast tonight, right? And I get, who are you? So I'm thinking, you're really taking this to extremes. What the hell? <laughs> so I then like, I checked I to joke, make sure man. I got Come it right. And I, right, I figured, and it's been a minute, <laughs> right? I've been gone for a while. So I yeah. thought maybe this was this is going to be some fun, right? So I'm all down to have all this fun. And then come to find out, on my way here, I stop at a red light because my phone flashes. And it says, hey, you coming tonight, right? And it's a number. It's not macros. My contact. It's just a phone number. 
So I'm like, motherfucker. So that dude really doesn't know. He's, I'm like blowing his mind right now. He's like, no, seriously. And he's not being mean or anything. So cool. I suppose I will have to give him the link because new macros, you're actually, you could have been a dick about the whole thing, but you weren't. I gave him the middle finger and you were still kind of cool about it. <laughs> At least you like dismissed it. So he gave me the benefit of the doubt. And I appreciate that. So I will totally... Um, I'm gonna totally try and drag this guy down and tag him. <laughs> That's funny. So, uh, but I'm not giving out his personal phone number because that would be rude. And then, of course, he probably would be really, really angry. So, I know it. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was my old so one. So here's to you, new macro. Oh, wait, Ruth. Oh, she she finally connect. My bad. I'm the dog. I knew it. She's a liar. I got on She's through a the dirty, app. She's a dirty, dirty liar. <laughs> What'd she say? She said. Well, she didn't actually say she was a liar. I, I'm yeah. paraphrasing. She said, my bad. I'm the dog, LOL. And I know she's the dog because I'm also the dog. And obviously we have another dog, which I'd like to think we were like shepherds or. Am I missing the reference here? No. Okay. Just that, you know, the year of the dragon is like oh, really oh, cool. Oh, so oh, 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 you put okay. a dragon. What am I supposed to do? Put out what the jackass logo. So she doesn't she doesn't like the dog or no. Who had the dog logo? I don't know. What dumb show? <laughs> Somebody. Sit, boo, boo, sit. Good dog. Oh, yeah. yeah no, because he, I mean, he listened to records, so that was cool. I don't he know. He was all right. I really don't know. So anyway, um, here in Michigan. Well, I'm confusing all my dogs together. I'm pretty sure almost all of our listeners are here in Michigan. I don't know. Maybe not. Uh, we we have, might have one in Wales. Yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah. Andrew Price, if you, if you, yeah, if you listen to our stuff, because he's, he's a super, super huge fan uh, numero uno of downfall. Oh, cool! Uh, all the way from Wales. That he, that was our farthest fan we ever had. So awesome! Yeah, so he's kind of so stuck cool. around. Yeah, he's on the St. Betty page. You kind of well, it's not just Saint happening. Betty. It's not just happening here in Michigan. All around the country, we have midterms coming up. Yes, on we do. Tuesday, and depending on when this podcast drops, that's why I'm not going to get too detailed into it because if this drops after the election, it's kind of pointless to talk about this shit. True, um, but we want to make it real quick because yeah. even somebody in Wales, I mean, that is Great Britain, and you know, they'd be like, I really want to pay attention to what's going on. There are some pretty big um, proposals uh, around the country, honestly. And Michigan's got Michigan's got a, a, a really big one, and I'm not talking about the marijuana one, uh, but Florida's got a big one right now too. That's going to because uh, right now there's a law in, in Florida that if you are a convicted felon, you are no longer allowed to vote in any type of anything for the rest of your life. Period. So if you're convicted of a felony, you're fucked. You don't get to vote. You're pretty much not a citizen anymore. Right. Um, there is a proposal on their ballot that will actually reverse that. They will, and so in so doing, if it passes, they will gain 1.4 million voters in that state, which would be fucking right. awesome. And if you can't do anything about firearms or anything like that, you can certainly, seriously, you well, certainly you know, let somebody vote. They, they went and they did their time for crying out loud. I totally agree. So that was pretty big. Um, here in Michigan, our, our proposal too is uh, is about gerrymandering. I'm not sure if many people know what gerrymandering is. I showed a video to Ruth um, just before we got here that explained it beautifully, and she's like, "Oh my gosh, I understand it now." Um, well, which basically, unfortunately, I can't actually show the video because we're not live, right? But it's pretty about much it. about um, how certain people in control have drawn district lines to yeah. where it favors them, even though. And By population, it really and it's shouldn't. Not, and it's not honestly. It's not a. It's not a partisan thing. 
No, it isn't. Because should... who's ever in power, every 10 years, we realign to districts. Right. And who's ever in power during that time draws the lines. So whether it's Democrats, Republicans, and if by chance ever in a million years the Libertarian gets in there or whatever, they are the party that gets to draw those lines. Um, and unfortunately, what's been happening is those parties will draw those lines in favor of them. And for the last two decades, has been the Republican Party. So the last two decades, the Republicans have ruled this state because they've been able to draw these lines. Um, so instead of drawing it to where it's somewhat fair, meaning there's an equal amount of Democrats and Republicans in this district and this district as opposed to the opposite type of thing, um, that kind of thing. So what this is basically going to do is like, okay, politicians, no longer you, do you have the control to do this. Uh, we are putting this into the people's hands. So they're actually going to randomly, the Secretary of State will randomly pull out of a hat and nominate uh, 13. four Republicans, four Democrats, and five, five. independents. Yep. And they will redistrict. And this happens around every 10 years during the census. And so it's people that are doing it and it's totally random. Then I guess what they say is they're going to have actually – they have 10 hearings before they actually draw new lines. So these people get together 10 different times and discuss this and what they're doing. And then after they draw the lines, they have five more hearings. And before they, and before they can actually pass it, they have to have two Republicans, two Democrats and two independents actually sign off saying, yes, this is what we want to do. Um, so, so it's still like a majority vote. And a kind of sort of, no, just two of each have to sign off on it. So it can't be like all four Democrats right. and all the, right. all the independents. And, like, no, and, and those candidates are chosen under. by the Secretary of State. So and the Secretary chosen, of State. It's all random. So, and they'll, send those, <laughs> well, people, yes, they'll send those people an application. Under the Secretary of State's guidance. Right, absolutely right. random. So they'll, they'll <laughs> well, they get sent an application. And if you want to be a part of it, you can actually I so would. file an application yourself and you can send it in. So you don't necessarily have to wait to be chosen. Type well, of I don't know that I would. I mean, I'm pretty busy, but I would yeah. look into I'm it. I'm not sure how much time it would take out of you. But I don't know. the whole thing is, is they're taking it out of the politician's hands and giving power to the people. If you say that you like the Constitution and you like the whole we the people Right, um, be the people. You would actually vote yes on this because this gives power to you and takes power away from the so-called corrupt politicians that everybody dislikes. Right, and no matter what, it would be at least way more fair than it is now. Would there be flaws? Probably. Yeah. Would there be flaws like, you know, stuff to fix and, you know, some tweaking that needs to be done? Probably. But don't focus on, whoa, that's not going to be perfect either. Seriously, that's a cop-out. And I've heard that. I've heard it several times. I've heard it, you know. I mean, the marijuana thing is is kind of big. The legislation and, and just, uh, I guess, the the oversight that has to be done, just like alcohol, you know, the police got to be on that. They got to be, you can't be like stoned out of your mind and be driving around. You just can't. No, um, just like you can't do that drunk driving. They're just going to so put the same be, regulations on right. it. Right. So as long as, as long as we get that handled, I got no problem. First of all, because then nobody will be on the corner slinging dime bags of weed because that's dumb. Whether or not they choose other drugs, well, I can't really say. I think that's more of a researched. Or, 
kind of based This issue. proposal will also but, allow you to grow your own. Yes, and so you can grow and you can possess and you have to like lock it up at a certain yep, yep. a certain weight. I don't know. I could look and tell you what it says. But I, I did all that last time. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, but the, the one I like, I really, really like this Proposal 3. Yeah, see, there's not a lot of people talking about that one. I and know. I've been hearing some people, I've been hearing some negative. Um, not a lot though, because the negative I'm hearing about it is the uh, the portion of it that talks about no excuse absentee ballots. You don't need to give a reason. You just right. get one. So they and think so, right. So a lot of people think that there's people going to who cheat that. I'm like, you know what? There's going to be always someone who's going to abuse the system. Always, if people in the welfare system, there's people who abuse it. It's always going to happen. It's just always going to happen. Um, and so, will people abuse this? Yeah. Probably. I'd have to make a difference? No. Uh, unless no. it's Russia, no. <laughs> well, not even just that. I mean, right now, one of the biggest concerns, and we're not going to get onto this yet. I don't mind talking about it a little bit later. But one of the biggest complaints I've been hearing from my conservative I'm friends is that the, uh, that the migrant caravan that's coming up is coming up just in time for the elections. The Democrats will have all these votes. 5,000 votes. Do you really think 5,000 votes is going to make a fucking difference anywhere? Right. No. No, it's not. And secondly, so they, they got 1,000 miles. Yeah, they're I, not going to they gonna, time. But it? anyway, I'm just saying that that type of thing is is, is not enough. There's and I'll like, tell you other, what, if somebody some here it, yeah, could get a, a movement like that working, like that was like that big of a deal and got that much seriously, I would I would have rather done it here with something that you know kind of kind of helps us instead of making I don't I don't know I just don't. I don't get it. You'd like to think that any reasonably educated person or at least person with common sense could figure a lot of these things out, right? Like the ads we were talking about It's so much earlier. easier to buy the propaganda that gets fed to you than it is to think for yourself. Well, you know. And these, and these politicians know that and that's why they keep spewing all this shit. That brings me to an interesting point. Go for it. Because I have to, for work, a lot of stuff has happened for work, right? And so – um, the new year started and I have to do these training videos and I have to learn certain things. And every year I got to take these kind of just to refresh your courses, right? Right. And one is on like bloodborne pathogens. Somebody bleeds, somebody gets hurt, how to handle it, what to do. Screaming. Um, you know, those kind of things like uh, the civil rights in food. Um, and you, you wouldn't think that they needed to have rules and laws on this hmm. because we're normal human beings but they did there was stuff on restraint and seclusion with behavior as far as students are concerned and what we do and don't do anymore and and kind of you can't actually you should actually avoid touching them right but and and restraint never and seclusion never um under extreme and i could go into it but i'm not gonna so anyway i get through with the assigned videos i gotta take and there is a an option to look at another list of other stuff. And I thought, well, it's professional training, technically, gives me hours worth of whatever extra I've done. So I'm going to take a look at the list and see what there is. So I did an active shooter one today. It was like 23 minutes about. um, I had to watch one of those. Right. And part of me was kind of blown away. Because of what they were saying, they were kind of like all the stuff that you see on TV and all the stuff that the news, right? When something happens, we have it on on some news channels for like three days. And mm-hmm. I get it because there's constant updating and people are watching. So why not, right? Just keep running it. Uh, but the things that that makes us think 
and the perceptions that we have that it happens every other day, that it only happens in the United States, that all these things are pretty much a basis um, or based on the exposure we have to it now. So they listed like the first school shooting and it was way earlier than than you would think it was. And all the ones that have happened that don't get all the exposure. Um, and it's just – it really it really kind of blew my mind like how I perceived uh, school shootings and I guess – I don't know. They want to call them something else now, not active shooters. They want to call them active killers because they don't always use guns. Okay. I don't know. It's really strange. But but because of the propaganda and because of, of the way the media can twist certain things, it really does – you va- really have to be careful. The vast majority of all the people that I know who have – traveled outside this country and i'm not just talking canada or mexico um are not racists oh i agree somebody um, once said when that they see how the other world lives yep. and so on they it, you, you get out of the bubble and this is one of my biggest things why i want to do this podcast in the first place is like i i, I invite people to step out of their bubble you need to step out of your circle of influence just for a little while it may be scary it might hurt a little but it will open your eyes. You don't have to agree. Right. You and don't at this have time, to agree. I want to bring up the point that we were trying to get some um, some extra special people in here. It never happened. Mm-hmm. But the dominatrix, we tried to It'll actually It'll get, right, the bubble. You got to get out of that. Right. So we've, we've actually pushed it a little bit. Well, even with the Michigan Burlesque show that the we burlesque, had, yeah. um, you know, that, that – Broaden my horizons of what burlesque is. And even when in talking to Ruth about it later, she's like, I really never looked at it that way. Um, so it's nice. And I, that's my whole point. It's like, I, we need to just step out of that just a little bit. Um, the thing, I want to hear your opinion on proposal three, but I'll tell you mine since you weren't here. Um, that last part was like, you know, the whole, the whole people will. Because I've already voted. I, I, I lied and I'll say it. I lied. I didn't lie. I wasn't sure if I was going to be here on old macros. You're part of the problem. I wasn't sure if new macros. You're still cool. (laughs) I wasn't sure if I was going to be here for election day, so I put in for an absentee ballot. I am going to be here, but I got the ballot anyway, so I voted, and I don't have to worry about going now. Um, So, what the other things I like about it though is that it's going to make voting easier. you are automatically registered when you get a new license, a new ID or whatever. So you go to Secretary of State. Right. Like the day you turn 18. You are registered, period. In fact, you actually have to physically, verbally say, I do not want to be registered. And there's an opt out. Yes. See, win, win, first of all. And then second of all, all of us who have already registered to vote and every time you go somewhere, they're like, are you registered to vote? And you got to go, yes, I already am. And then you hear that eight million times in your adulthood. Or you you fill out a form and there's always a thing. Or your kid brings something home from school. Why it's important to register to vote? I, we wouldn't get any of those anymore. Yeah, yeah. We and, wouldn't get any of those. And the other I part like of it. Part. The other part of it is it, which affect, will affect some people. Um, there's no deadline to get, to get registered, so you could actually go on the day of voting and yep. register and vote. So if your kid it turns 18 on November 6th, guess what? Not this year. You're going to be busy, but you're <laughs> not going to go If passes right? next, time, next time, they will be able to vote on that day. Um, so they're just making and military it military that are out of the country. Yeah. And it would just – I mean, first of all, you're already registered. If they tell you that it is your right to vote, 
then it should be given to you. You should not have to go chase it. And those people who don't have cars, those people who are stunted in any sort of financial or physical way. Well, right now what's funny is I'm not sure what states they are. I just saw something on this the other day I need, and I didn't look it up because I wasn't planning on talking about it. Um, but right now there's a few states with some lawsuits going on because they're actually rejecting some early bo- uh, early ballots. Like thousands in certain in certain counties and shit. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, and so there's a lawsuit going on right now, like saying, "No, no, 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 this is bullshit." Because they're they're turning them away for dumbass reasons. Um, dumbass. Re- I mean, not totally dumbass reasons. They're legitimate, meaning the signature that's on the ballot. Because I have to sign the envelope when I when I turn mine in. They will match that signature up with one that they already have on file. If they don't match, they'll Instead of instead of recontacting that person and say, hey, there's a discrepancy here. Can you recast a ballot or could you go on that day and vote instead? They're not doing that. They're just rejecting it and not telling anyone. Right. So, so all you art majors out there. So that's where the, uh, the, the lawsuit's coming in. It's like, no, 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 no. You got to let these people know that you rejected their, their ballot so they have a chance to go out and vote. Right. Because uh, otherwise, so. right. Because, yeah, technically you're kind of giving away two votes. But it, it's I mean, obviously like, you're not that, taking the, the one you think it's is fraudulent. Happening, it's but. happening a lot. And so it's not just like one lawsuit. It's happening in several states. Right. Um, so there's like something's going on here. Um, I don't want to point the figure at any particular party, but one particular party is being a little bit douches, douches, douchey, douchey in this. Is that, is that a word? Um, I just make up a word. Douchiery. Oh, douchey. Douchey. Could work. Douchey. Douchiest. Douchiest. <laughs> douchiest. Super douchey. Super douchey. So anyway. Um, Super caladouchiosis. Something like that. <laughs> Whatever. So right. anyway, no, you. So, okay. So um, so are we done? Proposals? I mean. Yeah, whatever you want you're to do. You're right. This doesn't get up there. So we will bring you an update, however. You want to talk about right? all those terrorists that are coming up from Mexico? Oh yeah, oh, the Middle Easterns that <laughs> yeah. that hide because, as a racist, you would think that somebody of Mexican descent would look just like somebody with Middle Eastern descent. So they all look the same. Look, all white people look the right? same, right? If you're a racist, they're they right. So uh, you're so fucking stupid. But whatever, whatever. I don't. You know what? <laughs> I don't seriously. Canada can. I, I'll put my number up if you want to give me a call. I just want to talk about just a couple of things. And it's, you know, you know, five years from now, whatever. Like, how much do you want? I, there's <laughs> like, a, there was a video I, I, I passed. I, I didn't watch it donate. on YouTube. But they, they listed the top 10 countries that are easiest to migrate to. Is Sweden one of them? <laughs> I forget. I should have watched it. Like Sweden's or the Netherlands or whatever. One of those was like the happiest place on earth, literally. Yeah, uh, Denmark. They okay. say it's the happiest place on okay. earth right now. But anyway. Denmark. But anyway. Windmills, though. Yeah, well, Finland right now is a really play, cool place to go to, too. Their education system is top-notch, best in the world. Hmm. All right, well, anyway. I'm not so mad at my mom for leaving the country <laughs> and going to England. And when my twin babies were, like, seriously, brand new. And Abigail was three. So, But we're mm. way past that. I've screwed them up just the way I want them. There you go. Yeah. I didn't need your help. <laughs> I did just That's what fine. I say about Kirsten. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Now Abigail's driving, and the twins are freshmen in high school. And, and Kirsten still has no interest in driving. I'm not pushing her. No, because then she won't be comfortable. She'll be scared. And when you're yeah. timid or scared, 
That's like the last thing you oh, want to feel. Oh, something cool before we move on to any other subject. It's um, the Walgreens pharmacist. I found him. Oh, cool. I know. We'll, I want we'll an update, but still. We'll get to it in a second. Go ahead. Um, Kirsten is working on election day. She's going to be at one of the precincts uh, doing something. I'm not sure if she's going to be greeting people, handing out ballots or what, but she's going to do that. Where at? I don't know where yet, which one yet. I don't think she's been told yet. Hmm. But they're paying her pretty good. She told, uh, she told, they told her how much she was going to get for the day. I like, thought that was like voluntary. They're paying her 225 it, bucks for the day. you're a good human – or no, sorry, good American. That doesn't always mean the same thing. I think maybe in the past, <laughs> but I think they're paying people now. I don't know. Huh. But I thought, cool. The only bummer part That's about it scrap. is that is that she's got to find her way. If she doesn't work – she's not working at the district or the precinct that she's supposed to vote at, mm-hmm. she only gets an hour lunch. So she's got to find someone over there. to get her over to the precinct so she can actually vote. Uh-huh. And back. I'm thinking, you'd think they'd give her an absentee ballot then. Wouldn't they? You know, so that she wouldn't have to. I'm working for you, so I kind of yeah, need the time yeah, off. Yeah, you'd think they'd give her something, but no, <laughs> no, of course not. I'm like, okay, uh-huh. I guess you're getting paid, so that's cool. Right. She's already spent the money, though, because she's like, I want to talk to a tattoo guy. And I'm like, oh, for crying out loud. That's cool. That's cool. Whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, that's good. It's good. She's doing her civic duty. I mean, yeah, she's, you know, she's getting a couple quid for it, but. Oh, yeah. She still. Did we talk about this dude on the air or was that before we came on the air? No. Oh, I don't know if we – no, we did because we were talking about if you can deny somebody thing. a cake, you can't deny them their prescription. I think that part was right before we went on air. But I think, I think so you too. guys have mentioned that you had brought it up at an earlier time in another show. I have no idea. I, see, I don't know because it's yeah. almost like I'm a guest right now. So I know. I don't think we talked about this on the air when we began. I think it was – I think we – Talked about this right before. Oh, well, this was just kind of like an update because we couldn't remember what state it was in. What we're talking about. Anyway, it was in um, Arizona. A pharmacist decided uh, he was not going to fill a woman's prescription that would induce a miscarriage, even though uh, her circumstances were already extremely dire and all he did was make them worse. So, yeah. Yeah, So that was, and we weren't sure what state it was in. No. So it was just going to help her along with the process. And of course, because not have of to his, walk around with a because of his religious little, beliefs, yeah. he wouldn't prescribe or something. And okay, yeah. this is getting a little much now. Because um, that's what unconditional love and acceptance looks like. Yeah, let's not get on that pro-life bandwagon bullshit. No, I was I was actually pulling the Christian one, but okay. I know, I know, I know, I know what you're doing. <laughs> I was just like that. This I got those I get, are not the right kind. I get in so <laughs> many arguments with these people about this. It's it just. It just floors me. You know, you're okay name... with the wars. You're okay with the shootings because you don't want to do anything about the gun problem we have in this country. You're okay with you know the death penalty, but oh my God, don't kill a baby in the womb. Well, you know, make up your fucking mind. You right? pro life or you pro death. By I the way, this birth. guy in Pittsburgh is gonna is gonna face a death penalty because Pennsylvania. Oh yeah, uh, yeah the yeah, guy yeah, that yeah. just the, shot up the, 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 the synagogue. Yeah, yeah. that fucking asshole. Yep, took eleven human beings. Um and. I think that pipe bomber the, dude should happen. To, something should happen to that moron. Right? Did you hear the, oh, who was it that came out and said, if you need us to stand outside your church to protect you, we will? Um, Trump? I, I don't. No, 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 no. This was another minority group. Um, a Muslim organization, I think. Well, there that, was a Muslim organization that came up with a ton of money to uh, help with the funeral Same one. Okay, same yeah. one. Like so they, they, they donated like a bunch of money and they said, if you need physical people standing there, we got you. Yeah, it was over and 100 just, grand or something. It's totally, I just totally love and what's that crazy part is of humanity. That, the, the people that were at that church, they were part of a group that was raising money to help the, the migrant caravan that's coming up even. I mean, so they're helping 
less fortunate people. That was why they were there at that time. And it was just it so that is fucked that why up. the guy went in there and did that then? Because he was mad at Trump. And quite frankly, I know he had a red hat in his house somewhere. I know he did. <laughs> and something happened where he didn't handle the problem swiftly. And yeah, that was part of his tweet. He, he was tired right. of waiting. So, so he's you going, can't yeah. do this job. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to handle this one. Yep. So, and one of the women but it doesn't that, mean he doesn't have the red hat. The red hat is at his yeah. house. Right now he's not wearing it because he's a bit peeved at his partner who's not pulling his weight. Yeah. So. <laughs> that whole situation's fucked up. The whole thing. And you have, you know. And, and what's funny is Don Lemon just got on the air. I don't know if anybody who knows Don Lemon is. He's an African-American man on CNN. I don't, I don't mean to point out his Wait color. Wait a minute. But I'm going to point it out anyway because he he uh, it was it's kind of part of the story. Um, he um, he made a comment. He was just quoting facts. Seventy one percent of all domestic terrorism in this country is done by extreme white wing white men. Twenty six percent, I believe, is uh, Muslim, which is pretty high for that, especially for the amount of Muslims that are in this country. And the other remaining 3% is everyone else. That includes left wing, which would include your Antifa people and any other type of group is thrown into that last 3%. And they say with percentages like that, it's usually uh, – I think they say the the difference is like is 3%. So it could almost be almost 0%. So it's kind of funny that way. But <laughs> 70, he, had the, he had the audacity to go on the air – live on CNN and say that 71% of all domestic terrorism in this country is caused by white men of extreme right-wing leanings. And that should be the real problem. And we should start solving this problem. And people, and, and who blows the spaz? Of course, the right-wing conservative men are all up in arms saying, oh my God, I can't believe you said that. And, well, it's fucking true. I'm telling I mean, you. Look at all the freaking mass shootings. Look at the bomber. Look at the Unabomber. Look at the Oklahoma, the Oklahoma City bomber way back when I'm talking, I'm showing my age now. But look at all these. They're all fucking white dudes. Right? I'm a white dude. So I go to school (laughs) and they, you know, and they're like, and they're like, that was a white boy. You know? And I'm like, you are so right. So I'm here. Let's do something cool and screw those guys because those aren't my guys. I I think you should start monitoring them. I mean, if these, just monitor them. I don't know. I hate saying that because but it's, it's really just, hard to do the job I do, right? And I don't know. And it's they're, just, they're profiling against the Muslims, so let's profile against white men, I guess, too. Huh? I don't know what the answer is. I, I don't like that either. Well, way. I don't really mind that because, quite frankly, they have it so good. If they had to stick up for themselves or they had to provide some sort of explanation, I'm sure they'd come up with ten fucking witnesses to the fact that they're a really good fucking guy. Okay, so I think they got it handled. They don't need my well, help. Well, you know, Kavanaugh had a bunch of witnesses that came up said he was a decent fucking guy. Right? I think we all think that. I think we all know that he is not a fucking. No, those guy. are the people with reasonable intelligence, and unfortunately, we're not louder than the ignorance. We're not louder than the insecurities and the fear and the. No, that's what they do. Man. That's the way it is because we're like they'll get it, they'll figure it out, they'll figure no. it out, and we no, I, I'm not sure they will. It's too easy not to. You know, not everybody's always perfect, and that's totally right. I fuck something up every day. I just try and make sure what I fuck up tomorrow isn't the same fucking thing I fucked up today. That's the best I can do, right? So that I learn. Well, I, I, so that I make one less mistake tomorrow. But <laughs> you'd think that other people have the same sort of common sense, and, you know, I'd like to think when I screw up, I say, you know what? 
See, the problem is, though, you said that you think people should have common sense. Well, that's exactly my point. And, and you assume that people are like you and they're not. And yet insecurities want, well, and fear and that kind of empty hole in your soul kind of stuff. people like me. I just want people to think for themselves. I mean, it's funny where I, you know, I still follow a bunch of my conservative friends, and I'm not sure if I, I'm, I told Ruth the other day that I'm, I stopped being super political on Facebook, and there's certain things I just won't post because I still have to sell my shit. You know, I'm an author. I got another book coming out in the next month or two, and I want to be able to sell. I don't want to alienate my audience because of my political leanings. But it's getting to the point to where like. You people are fucking stupid. Some sometimes I would oh my completely God. and utterly agree with that. Would you please shut up? I don't want to unfriend you. I don't want to unfollow you. But and you know God how Almighty, we were kind of like idiot. following Bernie Sanders during the election and all that. We were kind of kind of watching how that momentum went. And people were like, "Well, I voted for Trump because I I just can't trust Hillary." Yeah, that I was an argument I could understand. Yeah, yeah. She ain't. I don't think she's great either. But no, I like but I know a sociopath when I see one, and unfortunately you don't because either you've never had one in your life because <laughs> you'll never forget it when that you do. Dude, that dude talked or, to talk, man. Or you sense. don't you didn't put two and two together that this is what's going on. The gaslighting. I mean, all the examples you could come up with. The division. When you grow up, thing is though, when you grow up in the conservative world. And this could be the same, and I think this is the same in any fundamentalist type beliefs, whether you're a fundamentalist uh, liberal or fundamentalist uh, conservative, whatever, and fundamentalism itself at its core, you it's hard to see outside that group of thinking that or like outside that bubble when you are surrounded by that all the time, you don't you don't it's hard for you to see outside of that. I agree. And so it makes sense. Their arguments that they come up with or the things that they say, whether it's on Facebook or wherever they're, say, wherever they're saying it, Facebook is an easy target because everybody's on it and everybody's too political and over-opinionated. Um, it's easy to see. It's like, I understand where you're coming from. I, I see why you're posting this. I can see why you believe this. Um, it doesn't make it right. It doesn't make it true. I just, I just want you to occasionally – Occasionally, just step out of that just for a second. Walk in somebody else's shoes right? for a moment. How about the what if that's true? What if that is true? Yeah. Or what if the basic principle of it, right? So take it down to its seed and forget all the, the feathers they put on it, right? And and just can, could this considerably be true? And what if it was? And the thing is I've gotten into an, I got into an argument with a liberal the other, not too long ago. Where they're saying because sometimes they're fucking crazy too. Well, it was it was a feminist, and I, and I and I totally understand where she was coming from, and I totally totally believe her, and I'm totally on her side. But I'm like, the problem is, is you when she's saying when you're saying it's offensive, or not maybe offensive is probably the wrong word. When you say, what if that was your daughter that was assaulted? What if that was your wife that was assaulted? So this shouldn't matter. It should be women in general. Like I get that, and you're right. The problem is they can't see that. No, and how else they do you can't. get somebody to relate to it? Because you, so have, you to say, have to say, "What shit. if that was your child?" Right, so that right. they, yes, yeah, so that they, if they're, I, if that, if that could even even happen, but it's it's supposed to I promote somebody that. to like. I hate themselves. promoting that because I totally agree it shouldn't matter. But problem is, 
you have to it's it's baby steps. And so you gotta you gotta open that door somehow. I think if using that way gets people to visualize and put themselves like walk a mile in someone else's shoes, I don't think it should be offensive. I think it should be used as a tool. And okay, maybe it's not the first tool that you go to, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, maybe it's your last resort. But I don't think that any tool you can use to get anybody to see your point of view I don't think should be considered offensive because then you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. I mean, so I, as long as I think as a cessation starter mm-hmm. as opposed to them shutting you off right away. Sort of like you know, trying to explain – I don't know. That's not that mind. That's a bad example, a terrible example. So I'm not even going to bring it up. Um, so yeah, I mean it, like I said, extreme on either end – you got to meet them somewhere in the middle. And I think what's crazy is either extreme, whether liberal or conservative or whatever, they don't know how to talk to people standing in the middle. Agreed. And, and we've talked about this before on the show. Um, Agreed. Like you dial it back to like six and then we talk about things and then, okay. It's like, but when, when the left and the right are coming at me at 11, yeah, I'm know. just like, fuck, I don't. And, and, and it's and the, but the thing is, it's also frustrating like for the people standing in the middle because guess what? I've been in those conservative shoes. I've been where you're at, and I can name these names right now to the people who are trying to preach at me. I've been there. I've never, ever, ever been there. I've walked I've always in those been shoes. the underdog, and it just always seems to be that fairness to, and equality and just good neighbors. And I used to be cup that of sugar. I used to be that fundamentalist dick. I've I, gone back and apologized to people that I've talked to in the you past. Have. That you have. I'll and, give you that. So I've been there. But it was funny. It was like when I talked to them today, not the people I offended, but the my old conservative yeah, friends. Yeah, you're like, how could I have ever hung out with you? No, That's what you get. They talk to me like <laughs> I've – I that I don't – that I've never been there, that I've never been in their shoes. I'm like, no, 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 no. I've been there. Aren't you even curious at all why I'm not there anymore? What, what, what possibly might have happened to have me step away from your fundamentalist beliefs? They don't give a shit, or and I think no, because that scare, doesn't matter. It scares them. No, it scares them. Like you said, told me in the past, it probably scares the shit out of them because I might ask questions that they don't that they do not want to answer. See, if you're not secure, if you funny. got a hole inside you, insecurity well, is super loud. And here's a perfect example, and I want to keep this as vague as possible because I don't want to betray the trust of the person who had told this to me. But I know somebody who just uh, who I'm not going to say when it happened. Who was who was hired in as a youth pastor at a local mega church here in Michigan. And I'm talking mega, mega I'm talking mega church as in they have well over 10,000 members. Mm-hmm. Um, he was just hired in as a youth pastor. Imagine those tithes. Yeah, well they make millions. Sure they um, do. and he this particular individual is actually a person who kind of got me started on my whole deconstruction journey of getting out of evangelical Christianity, getting out of Christianity and, and just more, you know, I'm not even going to say universalist because people We get eight minutes, just FYI. But anyway, they got, oh, I think we started a little bit before. Or seven, I think. But anyway, um, he, he started me on that path, uh, suggesting podcasts, suggesting uh, books, and yada, yada, yada. Um, and so he took this interview, he, he goes to this interview, which was the, which the head pastor of this church was there, and he didn't hold back. He was totally honest. He was like, here's the books I read. Here's the authors I like. Here's the pastors I listen to. And these were all what they would consider fringe or heretic type books and authors and pastors. And the head pastor of this particular church, who is the head pastor of a mega church here in Michigan that there's a lot of evangelicals that go to, it came out and said, oh, I read those guys too. Have you, ever listened to, have you read this guy? 
And my brother, and he's like, no. He's like, oh, you got to read this one. So just saying that there's a lot of pastors out there who don't believe in the, in the fundamentalist beliefs of the evangelical movement anymore. And they still are pastors of these churches. Now they are pastors of these churches because honestly it's their career. And if they came out, they would lose everything. Um, it sucks because it's like, are you leading your flock astray type of thing? Um, well, it's like career knows? politicians. It's the same thing. But that's kind of my, my point is like, there's a lot more. See, that's what people are afraid of. So if these people that I've talked to occasionally, my conservative friends, were to know that some of their pastors are questioning the same things or are actually thinking the same lines that I am, that would freak them out. It would absolutely freak them out. Uh, I think it's kind of funny in a way because it's like, okay, we need to get away from this fundamentalist bullshit. We, we really do because it's harmful. It's harming Well, people. you have a pope that's doing it. And, and there's things that there's things that he says I think are freaking awesome. Then he turns know, around right? and says something else like, "Oh, you conservative fuck." Sometimes um, that's true, <laughs> but but that's it. So, okay. So, anyway, are you done ranting? I guess so. I'll, I'll be done now. All right. So, I'll bring proposal one: legalize weed. At four against it, just vote. So it's yeah. That's it, proposal one. Proposal two is the redrawing of the district lines and the panel that will keep redrawing them every decade or so. It's taking it out of the politicians' hands and putting it into the people's That's hands. right. It's going into the power of us. Uh, and if you want to be a part of it, um, there is a place you can go, what, probably Michigan.gov and see where, I don't know. I'm not sure how they're going to handle that. Well, you got to wait till after the election. But voting yes on that will. Uh, voting yes on that will definitely. Take, taking it out of the politicians' hands. Definitely. And the third one is voter, voter registration, absentee votes, um, putting votes in more people's hands. So right, right. again, I think that's three proposals that are trying to let you drive your own car. I think so. And I would like to be able to drive my own car because they're headed me toward the ditch and I'm not too happy about it. Yeah, so yeah, look, how, look how long these politicians have had to fix Flint. <laughs> just saying. You just not you just don't you're not hearing us, you don't see us. You know, it's like Avatar. Yeah. You do not see me. You don't see what I do. My school is suffering. My the administration that runs my school is suffering. My students are suffering. And eventually society will suffer because they will be the adults that are out there figuring out how I'm supposed to be taken care of if I'm lucky enough to be around that long. So with that in mind, I'm gonna call a therapist. And the one, the one that comes to mind, therapy. I know the one that comes to mind <laughs> is uh, David Klein, uh, Southfield oh. Therapy, where change is coming. And then we have Matt Splatter Graphics, nice. and I was going to wear my Punk Wisdom T-shirt today, my one of a kind original because it is flawed. Nice, um, but I did not. I opted because it's a rainy, shitty day here in Royal Oak, Michigan. It was a rainy, shitty day here in Clinton Township, Michigan. As well as Warren, Michigan. So it's just from one end to the other, it's been raining. And I opted for sweats, pajamas, and, well, like I said, house shoes if they were cheaper. So with that in mind, you have been listening to Punk Wisdom with Matt and Allison and New Gists over there. Kate. Right? We're just 2.0. Just number two. We're going to go out with the Great White Buffalo. Just kidding. We don't have the rights to that. Um, but go out and vote. It's Tuesday. Uh, you could probably get the day off of work. You get a cool sticker and you won't feel like such a dick at the end of the day. So for God's sakes, until next time. Vote. Vote and just don't hurt yourself. <laughs>